Friday, October 11th, 2019. I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. Hi, James. Thanks. Ashley, how are you? I, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing. Thanks for taking over my spot all week as I nurse what is apparently my broken mouth. Did you get the Amazon home kit for tooth removal? Oh, I you know, Amazon to basics. do that. I was just Amazon gonna, basics, yeah. As you said, I was over at the West Side Theater getting some dental work. Yeah. Which, feed me. Feed me. <laughs> feed me. <laughs> but, you know, as good, as good as it gets now, I guess, it's, it's, it is what it is. I can at least talk again. Much to the joy or chagrin of others. Well, if it joys you to hear Ashley's voice, give it a get over to broadwayradio.com. Yes. Well, broadwayradio.com <laughs> slash Patreon or patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Yeah, I probably don't yeah. want to do it the first way. Definitely the patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Yeah. You support the show at one of our lovely tiers and pay for some perks other than my dental care. <laughs> I think we should add a uh, Ashley's dental care tier. <laughs> pay pay yeah. for Ashley's wisdom tooth extraction and other stuff she now needs done. All right. So, uh, yeah, check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the orchestra tier. <laughs> the orchestra tier. Exactly. That's uh, house seats. House yes. seats tier. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Exactly. Backstage. All right. Uh, so first up in the news, MJ the musical names theater and dates. Ah, uh, yeah. Earlier in the week, we learned that the Broadway aimed Michael Jackson musical would be getting a name change from "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" to MJ the musical. Now that show is officially Broadway bound, despite a canceled out of town world premiere at Chicago's Nederlander Theater this fall. The bio musical has landed a spot in Broadway's 2020-21 season. The show will begin performances on July 6, 2020 at the Neil Simon Theater with an opening night set for August 13th. Christopher Wielden will direct and choreograph the show, which is expected to focus on Jackson's life during the 20s and 30s. The book writer is two-time Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage. Now, James, the last show I was on, I think, Monday show, Matt and I talked about this a little bit because it was the day that they announced the name change. As I said then, as Matt said then, I just, yeah, I don't get what they're doing here. <laughs> the timing is pretty bad. The optics are pretty bad with the Leaving ne Neverland documentary that just came out a couple months ago. Can't really imagine it's going to look any better in July of 2020, and they're doing this after, you know, that out of town canceled out of town premiere at Chicago. This is kind of disappointing to me. Yeah, I uh, I think they got to pull something big out of their hat, like. Uh... 10% of all ticket sales go to a victim's compensation Ooh, fund or something like that? Yes. That, you know, if they're going to insist on doing this, I think that would that would be one of the only options. Maybe raise it a little bit past 10% because, again, <laughs> I just I just don't understand with the optics of this. It's I think the documentary came out in August, so we're only a couple months, what, two months after that. And it's very much on people's minds still. And... Well, you know, yeah. maybe uh, Matt Lauer can go into it. 
Mm, I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing Matt Lauer is going into is going to be a prison cell. Oh, I wonder if uh, Matt Lauer will be able to see uh, slave play over at the Golden now that it has extended. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we uh, we got some exciting news from the Golden yesterday, James. Yeah, so four days after Broadway opening and a slew of great reviews, it was announced that Jeremy O. Period Harris's slave play will extend its limited run. The new hit play will now play an additional two count of two weeks at the golden theater with performances running through january 19 2020 that's very confusing january 19 2020 january is the first <laughs> month yeah and it's the 19th day of the 2020 so one plus okay instead of the previously announced january 5th the show opened on over on october 6th to rave reviews including the new york times critic yes you saw this the other day didn't you I did. I was not there with the New York Times Theater Critics <gasps> no. Pick. I, I was... heard that was kind of the same on this past week's This Week on Broadway. Uh, well, uh, Peter um, Peter reviewed it down at New York Theater Workshop uh, mm, back uh, when it was okay. down there. So he didn't re-review it. He just talked about how he felt that this probably wasn't a good financial move but mm. we'll but n- now they've announced a, an extension for two it really weeks is a good financial move yeah so <laughs> but a we'll lot of see. people were a lot of people were worried about it i mean there was a lot of talk before the show even opened about you know they weren't meeting their ticket sales which most shows don't so mm-hmm. it seemed like it was kind of a hit job to begin with but that's another story i did get to see it uh the day before opening a couple days before opening and I was very much, I, I talked about it earlier in the week or late last week, whenever that was, and I just adored it. I, uh, so I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the rave review side and also the thrilled of it extending two weeks so more people can see it side, for sure. All right, so we have a uh, third up in the news. Linda Vista yeah. opens at the Hayes. Yeah, so we had another Broadway opening in this very busy season last night. Linda Vista, the new play from Tracy Letts, opened at the Helen Hayes Theater. The new comedy, directed by Dexter Bullard, is centered on Wheeler, a 50-year-old divorcee divorcee, wanted to say divorcee and be fancy about it, whose marriage is over, his job mundane, and the best years of his life apparently are behind him when he makes the move from the cot in his ex-wife's garage to his own apartment, a world of new possibilities for love, sex, and redemption become available to him. Ian Barford plays Wheeler, reprising the role from the L.A. and Chicago runs the play. The production also stars Chantal Thway, Sally Murphy, Caroline, Caroline Neff, Cora Vanderbrook, Troy West, and Jim Truefox. We are recording this as the reviews are still coming out. Didn't see a New York Times review come out yet, so we've only uh, seen a couple so Mr. far. Mr. Brantley just uh, just posted his James, review for Linda Vista. James, you're on top of it. What's uh, what's Mr. Brantley got to say? Uh, the everyday poison known as toxic toxic masculinity becomes a dangerous, easy to swallow in Linda Vista. Tracy lets inspired, ruthless take on the classic midlife crisis comedy. In the sunny opening scenes of this very funny, equally unsetting Steppenwolf Theater production, which Mm. opened Thursday at the Helen Hayes, you'll probably feel like cozying up to that cheapest disheveled 
big guy who rules the stage with his outspoken wit. Mm. So looking like uh, Mr. Brantley likes it. Let's see what the final graph says. I was say, did he make it a critic's pick or? Uh, I don't see the critic's yeah. pick icon, but uh, let's see. The play you see memorably includes several gut-wrenching occasions when Bartford's Wheeler flips his appealingly grouchy persona to reveal a black hole of ugly flailing, desperate narcissism. Ooh, narcissism. As it ends... <laughs> yeah, that never happens. As it ends, he is making a passive-aggressive pitch to yet another woman who he has acted sort of like a white knight. And even with us knowing what we know, he remains as charming as ever. Well, there you go. I asked a woman who I saw... I asked the woman who I saw to play with if she thought Wheeler would make a conquest of this last character. Oh, absolutely, she responded. She sounded angry. Mm, very so, uh, interesting. Yeah. Are you going to see this? Uh, I'm not quite. It doesn't really seem like it's up my alley and looking at the other reviews. I mean, it got very good other reviews, even though uh, like David Rooney saying it wasn't Let's's deepest play. And Adam Feldman at Time Out seemed to give it a very short review, even though it gave it four out of five stars. But. The, the review I saw of it from Terry Teachout, the Wall Street Journal, reviewed it previously and described it as a serious comedy about the midlife crisis of a newly divorced man who doesn't know how to listen to women. And I can't, can't say I'm particularly mm. sold on that. Not that it doesn't seem very fitting in uh, current era. But yeah, I'll have to see it. I'm I was curious about it, bef you know, before I saw the reviews. I'm still, you know, I'm my my curiosity is peaked enough that even as a glutton for punishment, I kind of want to see it. But I do really love Tracy Letts, so I will have to check it out. I Are, have to er errata here that it is a New York Times critic pick. Ah, uh, good. There you go. Critics pick. Are yes. you gonna see it? I am scheduled reviews? to see it next week. There yeah. you go. All righty. Yeah. yeah, Tracy Letts, funny. Steppenwolf, I, you know, got to see it, you know. See. So. A, ne a necessity. Uh, it's necessitoried. <laughs> it's sure. necessitating. Necessitating. You should yeah. write the reviews. Huh. I write the reviews. Who no. No. <laughs> oh, what do we have in other news? Oh, oh my God. Look at this. We have so much other news, and they're all pretty big. Just a big news day. No, one is much smaller than he used to be. Ah, I see what you did there. And it will make sense in one moment as I talk about that after his Broadway debut last year and former run in the show, today's, today's show star Al Roker will return to Broadway's Waitress. Roker will reprise his role as diner owner Joe, currently played by Larry Marshall in the musical, from November 1st to the 24th. Additionally, current star Jordan Sparks has extended her limited engagement and will now play Jenna through Roker's run. The musical overall will end its Broadway run on January 5th, 2020, as previously reported. Kinda looks like they're lining up for a big final month here, James, if I yeah. was a bet betting woman, which I am. Baking the big pie. Yeah, indeed. Also announced yesterday, Amber Riley, who is currently playing Audrey 2 in the Pasadena Playhouse production of Little Shop of Horrors, will serve as MC in ABC's upcoming The Little Mermaid Live. 
According to Variety, Riley will host the concert screening hybrid and introduce the Daughters of King Triton. She will join the previously announced cast members, including Ali'i Cravalho as Ariel, Queen Latifah as Ursula, Shaggy as Sebastian, John Stamos as Chef Louis, and Graham Phillips as Prince Eric. That will air on November 5th. Is she playing Audrey or Audrey 2? Audrey 2. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, MJ Rodriguez is playing Audrey. Oh, that's right. You know, out of sight, out of mind, left coast. <sighs> but I so want to see it. Oh, I do too. Let's we should jump on a plane. Let's Get on the it. Broadway radio plane and go to see it. <laughs> Subscribe to Patreon.com and fund the backstage level, which will get us on a plane, yes, too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> also announced yesterday, the latest from the Daily Mail's Baz Bimming Boy is that Lolita Chakrabarty, acclaimed stage the adaptation of Life of Pi, will now head to the Wyndham Theater starting June twenty second, 2020, for an initial limited 15-week run. That's not all, though. A 2021 Broadway production is also in the works and also a UK tour. We've had rumors of this being the case over the past few months. Obviously, it's been a huge success over at Crucible Theater. Reading Baz's Twitter replies, it looks like the Wyndham will be transformed a bit, so the stalls slash arena will be leveled to the stage. Apparently, Cam Mack has also given his blessing, <laughs> so it should be exciting to see what they do with this in a bigger venue, and whenever it comes to Broadway in 2021, what house they'll be looking at. Checked, the Wyndham has about 760 seats, so maybe looking at the booth or the Golden when we get to that point, James. Who's going to play the tiger? Is it to be Nathan Lane or Sarah just, Jessica Parker? Ooh, Sarah Jessica Parker probably, but they're going to reformat the. Uh, they're going to use the puppet from King Kong still, ah. and just dress it up in tiger skin. Oh, excellent! That's a, be, that's a good idea. You know, <laughs> yeah, it'll be Broadway fun for sure. Broadway Green Alliance recycle. Like, let you see. There you go. Got to recycle. And last but certainly not least, James, New York Magazine and Vulture have named their new theater critic. Yes. Time Out New York and fourcolumns.org. Helen Shaw will succeed Sarah Holdren in the role she recently departed. In New York Editor-in-Chief Chief David Haskell's words, when we began looking for a critic, an extraordinary number of people immediately told us, you should hire Helen Shaw. I was probably one of those people. And I'm very happy that we did. Her taste is broad and interesting, and she writes with the absolute expertise and enthusiasm of a great critic, but also an understated dose of wit that we've all loved reading. Shaw will, be, Shaw will begin in the role on October 15th, writing reviews and related cultural commentary. Always a fan of Helen Shaw and her work, and so, so, so excited to see her take over this role. Just beyond deserved, beyond exciting. Can't wait to see what she does at New York and Vulture. This is really uh, at, at a wonderful turn of events over yes. at New York and Vulture. I was not really expecting them to... Uh, Very enlightened. Yes, absolutely. Welcome, I was, enlightened. I was kind of preparing for a... <laughs> For someone I didn't like to take over, let's put it that way. And I couldn't be more thrilled that it's Helen Shaw. Excellent. 
All right, why don't you get us out of here? Yeah, thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio and head over to patreon.com slash Radio to support us if you haven't already and are so inclined. You can pay for both my dental care and for James and I to go over to Pasadena Playhouse, so very exciting stuff. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley. James, I know you can find you in all the usual places. What is coming up on this weekend's programming? Uh, well, the Sunday we have This Week on Broadway. Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier will be back in the saddle talking about the stuff that they've seen this week. I think that Michael is going to talk about slave play. I might talk okay. about slave play. Um, when does Little Shop open? Uh, you know. uh, October 21st, so we'll, maybe? So we're not going to talk about it this not weekend or next yet. weekend. We're getting there. We're it's getting very there. exciting. Getting close. Yeah, getting close. But we should do the A-B comparison contrast between the West Coast and East Coast, you know. Mm, the Bloods see? and the Crips. <laughs> Definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com or BroadwayStars.com. Please go over to Patreon.com slash BroadwayRadio because I, I want to get a Life of Pi stuffed tiger. Ah, oh, yes. Get that please. Uh, like a Calvin and Hobbes type Life of Life size. Yes, you have to carry it with you to the theater. Absolutely. I do that all the time. <laughs> and uh, so Sunday is this week on Broadway, and Monday, maybe Matt will be back in our ears. We'll talk to you then.